Hey, and welcome to PCTY Talks. I'm your host, Sherry Simpson. During our time together, we'll stay close to the news and info you need to succeed as an HR pro. And together, we'll explore topics around HR thought leadership, compliance, and real life HR situations we face every day. Hannah, thank you for taking a few minutes of your day to sit down and chat with me. Thank you for having me. So you spend a lot of time talking about Gen Z, and I feel like the last, I don't know, 10 years, we've been educating ourselves on millennials over and over again, and now millennials are in management. Um, So now it's really time for us to start thinking and diving into Gen Z and what they want. So what do they want? So I'm glad you mentioned the millennials because one thing that we all have to do before getting started with understanding Gen Z and who they are and what they want, I believe that it's important to recognize all the mistakes that we did with millennials. When when millennials came on board, they presented a major challenge to the workplace. People just did not know how to cope or incorporate them into the workplace because they wanted very different things like work-life balance, they like purpose and values, things that people did not speak much about in the workplace. And there was a lot of confusion and frustration in that process. And I believe that as a result of that, many opportunities got lost along the way. And there, were a, there was a lot of trial and error going, going on before we actually got it right, with, got it right with, with the millennials. So I think the first thing is just we have to step back and truly ask ourselves and not make assumptions about Gen Z. We cannot assume that Gen Z are just millennials on steroids because they are not. They are very different. And uh, and then start really understanding who they are and what they want. As you think about some of the markers for Gen Z, what are the differences that we're seeing now in this generation compared to other generations? So there are there are several things that make Gen Z a really unique generation. One is diversity. They are the most diverse generation to ever live in this country. 48% are being minorities. And it's important to understand that from their perspective, diversity is not just a statistical figure. It is a cultural lens through which they view the world. And it's something that they expect from the workplace. So when you asked me before what they want, diversity is one thing that is quite top of the list for this generation. They want to see in the workplace a population that reflects what they see every day in their homes, in their communities, in their schools. So that's one defining factor. I think the other defining factor is that this is the most educated generation. And they had the lowest high school dropout and the highest college enrollment compared to any generation before them. And on top of that, they are the digital natives. So they grew up with technology, they, are, they know how to use technology in, multi, in multiple ways, and they bring all these things to the workplace. And that, I believe, makes them very different than previous generations. What do you see as some of the challenges that we need to consider 
looking at this generation, you mentioned mistakes we made with millennials, right? So do you see mistakes or um, things we should avoid as we think about, you know, bringing this generation into the workforce um, and really integrating them into to the work we're doing and, and some change management that we have to do? Yes, I think one of the big things, in my view, that needs to change is the entry-level roles. Because most companies have entry-level roles that were designed for previous generations. And as I said before, we now have a generation that is most educated, that they have um, highly valuable skills like digital skills. And we can't assume that they're just going to come and be happy in those in, in those entry-level roles, we need to think about how we give them meaningful roles that truly take advantage on their education and their on their digital skills to make them flourish in the workplace. And I think that one thing about Gen Z that uh, is always, uh, that I always find quite fascinating is that 64% of Gen Z will tell you that they will stay five years or more with an employer if the conditions are right. But in reality, we are not seeing it happening in, in, real, in real life. In fact, what we are seeing is completely the opposite. We are seeing many Gen Zers joining the workplace and leaving after three months or six months or a year. So that loyalty, just simply that notion of, I want to stay longer, I want to be loyal because I am looking for stability is not actually taking place in the real world. And I think it's not happening because the roles that employers are offering are just not in line with the expectations of where this generation um, see themselves in terms of what they bring to the table and what and where they can contribute. Gartner recently did a study around Gen Z and it was fascinating because one of the you know, they did like the top five concerns for, for Gen Z. And, you know, I think most people would think, oh, it's got to be pay. It wasn't pay. It was skill sets for the future, um, which really aligns to what you're saying about, you know, them staying in a role a short period of time because clearly they're, they're not getting the skills or the, the opportunities that they think will set them up for success for the future. That's right. So I think that propels us into thinking about that model of skills-based work rather than just a very generic job description, right? You're bringing in employees for the set of skills that they have. So as we think about that, how do we keep them engaged and moving forward beyond just, hey, you're going to get promoted? How do we think about it differently from a skills-based perspective? So, I, you know, I, I think when it comes to Gen Z, and that's what makes them very complex generation, there is, on one hand, all the work aspects that they are looking for. So one way to keep Generation Z engaged is give them regular feedback. And they want that feedback. And they just don't understand the notion of annual performance review that done once a year. They want to know all the time where they stand. And that's not because they are insecure, that's the opposite, it's because they are ambitious. They want to know how they are doing, they want to exceed expectations, and they want to move quickly in the organization. So, so that's that's one thing about the workplace and engaging them. I think the other things is what technology you are providing. Um, uh, how, how, do you, how do you work in, what, how much autonomy do you, do you give them to, do, to perform their roles? 
Um, and then there are things that are not related directly to the role that they have, but what the company stands for. So it's the purpose of the company, it's their values, it's diversity and inclusion. It's um, what do you do to support your community? So Gen Z are looking at all this aspect and, and they make decisions about employers, as you said, not only about compensation and benefits, but all these other aspects, meaningful roles and what the company has beyond that role. I want to highlight something that you said, because I think it's so important for HR to understand it. You talked about the ambition that Gen Z has isn't insecurity. They want the feedback not because they're insecure, but mm -hmm. because they are craving the information to improve themselves in mm -hmm. advance. What an exciting type of employee to have in your organization, somebody who's highly coachable and seeking advancement opportunities. I think that's something we've missed in the conversation when we talk about Gen Z is that um, they are going to be the highly educated, but I feel like they're also going to be the most coachable um, and the most, most moldable in the skills that you're going to need for your organization. Yeah, and I think one thing that uh, we didn't discuss so far that is, again, unique for this generation is how well they adapt for ch to change. And this is, in my view, one of the most important things that Gen Z bring to the workplace. I would say adaptability to change is their superpower. And we, and I think it's important to understand why this is happening. You know, when we talk about generations, we always say, you know, a generation is defined by some landmark events that took place during the formative years of that generation. And we talk about the Vietnam War and the civil rights movement when we talk about baby boomers or we talk about September 11, when we talk about millennials. When we talk about Gen Z, there isn't two or three or four events. is a series of events that happen so quickly over the past 24 years that they and they absorb those events in the most visceral way through their cell phones and social media feeds. So you just think about it, the election of the first black president, the, um, the Great Recession of 2008, the rise of social movements like Me Too and Black Lives Matter, um, the growing up in the shadow of school mass shooting, and most recently the pandemic. So if you look at this list of landmark events, there is enough to fill a lifetime and they are only 24 years old. So Gen Z got accustomed to the, to the fact that life is about change and change is the only constant. And they just learn to adapt to it. They literally go with the flow and they bring that thinking and skill to the workplace. And I think it's extremely valuable at the time where the world around us is changing so rapidly to have people who are not being overwhelmed by change, but able to embrace it and move on and do something with it. How do you think we help this generation grow in our organizations then? If they're adaptable to change and they're willing to learn new skills, how, how does that change how we work 
Um, and I know that's a giant question, but like, I feel like this generation is going to move us forward in new definitions of work that maybe we haven't even considered. Absolutely. And I believe that the only way to do that is to actually give them the opportunities, let them uh, show what they can do, give them opportunities to shine. And it could be within their core role within an organization, but also it could be give them special projects to work on so they can show what they can do. And I think the quicker we develop them and allow them to move into management positions, I think the better it, the better it would be. How exciting. Thanks for taking a few minutes to get us up to speed on Gen Z. And, you know, I'm I'm really excited for this generation. My kids are in this generation. So um, I'm excited to see what they're going to do for the future of future of work and future of the world. Thank you so much for having me. This podcast is brought to you by Paylocity, a leading HCM provider that frees you from the tasks of today so you can focus more on the promise of tomorrow. If you'd like to submit a topic or appear as a guest on a future episode, email us at pctytalks at paylocity.com.